All right, so tonight is the last night. Oh, and, and, and look, I'm not going to lie. I'm just doing the happy dance inside, man. This has been, this has been 18 weeks, and I love it. I, I do. I love it. And, it's, um, and so thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your kind words. Um, I believe this is important things that we're, that we're going through, um, or else I wouldn't be teaching it. Honestly, I just wouldn't be teaching it. Um, but tonight, and, and I guess, and we kind of talked a little bit about this, and, and again, don't let this just be knowledge for knowledge's sake. I mean, think about how can I apply these truths in my life, in my walk with Christ, in where I work, and where I go to school, and where I, you know, whatever it is that your sphere of influence is, how can I apply this in such a way that others will be drawn to the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ? And again, right, the Christian faith is not less than the gospel. It will never be less than the gospel of Jesus Christ, but it's always going to be more than the gospel of Jesus Christ, because we we give our lives, we repent of our sins, and we place our trust in Christ. But then He calls us to live out our salvation. He calls us to a life of sanctification. He calls us to a life of influencing and creating culture wherever we go. And that's what you're called to. That's what I'm called to. That's what the church is called to. Whether we know it or not, whether we participate or not, that's what we're called to. So that's it. Now I don't have to give that at the end when you're all asleep. So I'll catch you on the front end. Like I said, we talked about he gets us. Now, who's like has never heard of he gets us commercials? It's, it's okay if you haven't. Okay, so everybody's heard them. Have you seen them? Okay, we got Bart. We got, okay, we, you, you got to love it, dude, over here. Like, uh, here. <laughs> hey, it's okay. It's okay. Because if you're not watching sporting events on TV, you're going to struggle to see these things. Right? You're going to struggle to see these things. If you're not watching those, because this is where they're played at most often. But anyway, it's these he gets us commercials. At least we're all have some kind of idea. And um, man, I, I think it's important that we walk through this. Okay? That we walk through these ideas. And what it's going to look like tonight, you can see you, you've got your sheet. I know it's short, and you're like, no, there's three or four other pages that are supposed to be here because that's what you do. No, it's just front and back. That's all that it is. And so we're going to watch six He Gets Us commercials. There's 14. I just looked today. They haven't added any new ones that I know of. Uh, I couldn't find it, so there's, there's 14. These things are short. The shortest one we're going to see tonight is 15 seconds. So if you look down to take a note and you look up, it's over. And you're going to be like, what did, can you play that again? Right? The longest one is a minute and five seconds. Is that right, Noah? About a minute and 30 seconds will be the longest one, okay? Now, everything that you've got on your page, and we're going to look at the screen tonight, I have taken these directly off of the He Gets Us websites and from interviews that have been done on this. So I, I don't want you to think that I'm, I'm painting a picture of something that's in my mind's eye or what I perceive it to be. These will be the words that the representatives use. And so, again, most of it I've taken directly off of their website, or there's several articles, and on the back page, I put all of the links that I was using for this. Okay, what you're going to see tonight, you'll have all of the links. You could go, you can check me out. I encourage you to do that. You can, there's more information that's in them. Um, 
And so I want us to well, certainly to see this through Christ-like eyes. And I think that's of utmost importance that we do. And so as we walk through that, I'm just kind of waiting till the end, right? And then I'll kind of share some final thoughts. Of what, and, and those thoughts are my thoughts. Uh, whether they're good, bad, or indifferent, they're mine. Uh, I am allowed to have an opinion still in this world. And since I'm holding the microphone, I definitely can have an opinion. Um, so anyway, so he gets us. So let's just walk through this a little bit. And so this is some of the background for he gets us, right? The marketing lead on this is a guy named Jason Vanderground, young guy of Haven Marketing Agency. Let me tell you, they have done a great job of putting these commercials together. Very slick, very professionally done, right? They've got multiplied millions of dollars that are being poured into this, right? And so this is not, not the little, right? You remember the little stick man, right? It's none of that, right? I mean, this is good quality stuff as far as from a marketing perspective, it's top of the line. So they're doing that well. And again, this guy, uh, Jason Vandergum, most of the quotes are going to come from him, right? And this is what he says. He said, the problem that they're addressing, that he gets this campaign, it's how did the greatest love story become known as a hate group? And so that's, that's, that's the question that's asked within this. And that really got the whole thing started, you know, with the agency and the people that are supporting this and financially. So it's this was the question that kind of got things going. How did the greatest love story become known as a hate group? Right. So they came up with they came up with two things. Right. That self-inflicted wounds that Jesus followers have caused to create that situation. And again, look, we know we know people. I've been that person from time to time. You may have been those people from time to time. You know what? We just go out and we just don't act in a very Christ-like way. And that's on us. That's on us. That's sin. Right? And so that's one of the things that they're saying. The other thing is the mainstream media, there's a heavy push towards secularization away from Jesus. We know that that's a true statement also. So those first two are true. Now, Never mind, I'm not going to say that because I said I wasn't going to do that. I'm moving on. So this one, I just pulled this one off their site today. This is the latest article that showed up on their site. This is just a, a piece that they pulled out of that, which kind of fits with that first reason. It said, how did the story of man who taught and practiced unconditional love become associated with hatred and oppression for so many people? That's not on your paper. Um, so if you want it, write it down or take a picture of it. Again, I, I, anyway, I was just researching up to the four o'clock or something. But anyway, again, that's that question that they're asking right there. How did the story of a man who taught and practiced unconditional love become associated with hatred and oppression for so many people? That's the question, another question. So here's the solution. Again, this is according to he gets us, right? We need to increase the respect and the personal relevance of Jesus. Okay, so that's, that's solution number one. And then we need to call up Christians to reflect that authentic Jesus and how they treat others. Solution number two. Okay, so those are kind of the big ideas and how they want to do this, right? The common goal for this campaign is to share Jesus' story authentically. And again, that was a quote I got from this Jason Vandergram. I got it on the website. I got it from two different uh, interviews that he's done. And he said this in each one of these things. And so they want to share Jesus' story authentically. Okay, so the audience that they're trying to reach, first, it's skeptics of Christianity. And it's not just skeptics of Christianity, it's a certain demographic. 
right? We're really looking at almost the, the, that middle to younger end of millennials down to Gen Z. That's their target audience. So all of us old people here, it's not targeted towards us, okay? It's this table right over here is who we're targeting, okay? It's this table. So we're targeting, that's our, isn't that shame? You just come to, and you get, you get put on the spot like that. It's just, anyway, that's their audience. Those are the skeptics that they're after. And then this is a Christian, Christian audience. This is us. They want followers of Christ to see there is more to their faith than a culture war. There's more to their faith than a culture war. Again, straight off of their website, He Gets Us is a movement to reintroduce people to the Jesus of the Bible and His confounding love and forgiveness. We believe His words, example, and life have relevance in our lives today and offer hope for a better future. And then he goes on, he says, wouldn't. and again, these are the people that are kind of leading this he gets us is what he's talking about, who's, who's driving all of this, this campaign. He said, it wouldn't be hard to guess that we're led by Jesus fans and followers, people who believe he was much more than just a good guy and a profound teacher, and that Jesus is the Son of God who came to earth, died, and was resurrected, and then returned to heaven and is alive today. Okay, again, straight from their website, this is what they believe. Ultimately, we want people to know his teachings and how he lived while here on earth. And this will be a starting point to understanding him and his message. Though we believe he was what Christians call fully God and fully man, that may not be what you believe. And again, so this is their belief, right? And so it's, it's good. Hopefully, we believe that. We believe these things that they're saying that they believe. Hopefully, we're there also. Okay, so now these are some of the, achieve, the, the stated goals that they want to achieve. You have these on your paper. They become important, and I'll explain that in just a minute. But again, they want to increase the respect and the personal relevance of Jesus, right? They want to call Christians to reflect that authentic Jesus and how they treat others. Uh, the common goal of the campaign is to share Jesus' story authentically, right? Present the authentic Jesus of the Bible. That's their goals. That's their stated goals. That's what, again, we've discovered all of that and everything else. That's what they say they want to achieve. And I'm like, amen. Amen. You'll want to hang on to that, right? Because what comes up next are the commercials. And some of the things is as you as you listen to the commercials, it's important that you don't just listen, but that you see the images that go with it, right? And that's just all part of marketing. I mean, it's not just words, it's pictures that go along with it. And it can be music. They tell me there's music in these. And, um, and so all of that's important as you're watching it. It happens fast, okay? So what I want you to do is I'm going to show a commercial, it's going to get to the end. You'll have one minute to write down just your thoughts on that real quick. Oh, and before I finish, right, at the end of every commercial, right, the commercial play out, and then these words, it's a tagline, right? It's a hashtag thing, and it's what they want you to get from that commercial. That's the, the that's the main point that they're driving in that particular commercial. And so they'll have that hashtag line, and then it's it ends with he gets us. And it, but the hashtag line is also important as far as what they're trying to convey in that commercial. 
Okay? So again, for each one, you'll watch it, you'll listen, it'll stop. You'll have one minute just to write down your thoughts, not to talk amongst yourselves, but that you just write down your thoughts. When we get to the last one, okay, you'll have about 10 minutes, maybe 15 minutes at each table for discussion. And you, again, you can share your thoughts that you wrote down. Uh, if you can come to a consensus on a couple of points, that'll be great. If a fight breaks out, I'll send Kevin over to straighten you out, right? And he can take his buddy Michael with him. But you'll have that time, and then we'll just go from table to table. If you want to talk, that's great. Um, look, I don't know if I'm kinder or I'm just more afraid of the adults because I wouldn't let the, the students not say something. They, each table had to come to the table with something. So I think I'm going to do that anyway. So you got to come to the table with something. So here's my strategy on that. If, if I'm in your place, man, I'm the first one standing up giving my stuff. I'm just telling you I am because you know what? Because, one, my stuff isn't going to be great. So everybody else is going to get it too. But at least if I say it first, I'm good. I don't have to go, uh, oh, yeah, I said what everybody else said. <laughs> this is strategy. You don't have to follow that. It's all good. Okay, questions. We understand what we're getting ready to do. All right. First one, it's called the rebel. All right, get your last thoughts down. We'll transition to the next one. Was that enough time? It, it doesn't matter. All, a minute's all you get. So, okay, so. All right, this next was outrage. Thoughts? We'll go to the next one. This is the role model. You got a minute. Hey, are you amazed at how much you can write in a minute? Or you just don't? You're not writing. <laughs> it's like, look, you can, you can do 10 seconds. We're good. <laughs> All right. This was called the dinner party. All right. Wrap up your thoughts. Would you just feel like the air just got sucked out of the room on that last one? Go. Okay. Wrap that one up. This is the last one. I, let, let me set this one up before we watch this one. Um, this is, obviously you can see the title is All Love. Now, what they did on this is it's literally a commercial that was generated through AI, right, through artificial intelligence. And so they asked, they asked it a question, and the question will type across the screen. So that's, that's what you'll see is the question that they asked, right, and then AI is answering it. Okay, they're, they're answering that question. And so that's what you're going to see. And I can't remember four or five questions. Does that sound right, Noah? About four or five questions. Um, and then you're just going to see it. I was, like I'll just say, I was blown away, right, because it's technology and I don't understand it anyway. It didn't take much to blow my mind. But this is just one of the things I just thought it was kind of cool, just the idea of what they did. So I, I like that part of it. So anyway, I want you to watch this. Again, what scrolls, what's typed up onto the screen in the words you'll see, that's the question that they asked, all right, the system. All right, take a minute, write down your thoughts. Wrap up your thoughts. And Leo, unless you're just going to have a conversation amongst yourself, well, you, just, you came in late. You may just want to join a table.
And if anybody else wants to join the table, yeah, look, like, Leo, Leo's like, yeah, just call me out for, yeah. <laughs> All right. So here we go. It's take about 10 or 15 minutes, and I'll, I'll just kind of gauge on what that's going to be, just how the discussions are going or fights are breaking out or something like that. And just kind of discuss all of them, kind of what you went. And again, keep in mind is those, the stated goals, right, which you should have that on your paper here. Let me, I think that's the next thing I've got coming up. So, right, those are their, their state, the, the goals that they say they wanted to achieve. You want to talk about, wow, did they achieve those goals? What do you think? So walk through that, talk through that, and then we'll come back and we'll bring it back in in about 10 minutes or so. Go. All right. Are you, do you need a few more minutes or, or are we ready to bring it back in? What, is, what does that mean? They're not ready? They're just ignoring me? Is that what's going on? Okay. Let's, let's, let's bring it back in. Okay. It's a good discussion that's going on. There, there was something that came up at one of the tables actually with Ron over here, and, and I, didn't, I didn't talk about this on the front end, and I apologize for that, and that is the whole funding on this thing. I mean, who's, I mean, literally, we're talking hundreds of millions of dollars, and even more is going to be poured into this over the next five years, right? And so most of the donors, they're Christian believers. They're Christian believers. They don't want their names out front because they don't want it to be about them, which I can, I can respect that. One donor that I do know of, it's um, thank you very much from Hobby Lobby, the Hobby Lobby guy, and just poured tons of money into this. And so again, a lot of those things that we covered on the front end, man, I believe with what they've said, I believe in my heart, their intentions, man, they want people to know Jesus. I don't doubt that at all. Not one iota do I doubt that. Okay, so now as we work through this, yeah. Okay, billion. Okay, that's what I, I thought that was it. And I thought, oh, that's just maybe me, you know, throwing hyperbole out there, but um Probably not much if they, what'd you say, 300 million so far? So anyway, so that's where the money's coming from. So it's, it's not, you know, your local Satanist club or anything like that that's kind of delivering this up. Um, so now, keep in mind who was their intended audience. Keep in mind that you only have either 15 seconds to a minute and 30 seconds, right, that, that this is being presented. Let's talk about it. Did they achieve... All of their goals, any of their goals. Okay, and those are up on the screen. What do you think? Yeah, let me, let me deal with, with the first thing. If you'll go to your page, look at, at, at slide number, it's this number seven on your, on your page. 
Okay, and I missed this the first time I was working through this, uh, you know, several weeks ago. But right, it says ultimately we want people to know his teachings and how he lived while here on earth, and this will be a starting point to understand him and his message. And so, I took that as what you just said, Bart. Okay, maybe right, we're we're talking about Jesus gets us right. There's there's at least three more years coming of this. Maybe, and again, I'm just being hopeful is what I'm being is that they'll bring in the closing points, the things that finish it up, maybe. And again, you know what? We're not going to know till we get there or go get a job at Haven Marketing Agency and then you could just let us know. It is, and, and that is definitely a good thing. Hang on, that's definitely a good thing that you see in that. And, that's, and we want to be able to walk through those ideas, right, to handle it well. Doug? Oh, oh okay, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no, not. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it definitely is. And I'm going to come back and at the end, Noah, and kind of deal with what you talked about there. Uh, okay, next next table. You can raise your hand, or I'll raise your hand for you. All right. <laughs> Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. No way. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's talk about it. Yeah, that was the tagline was the best that was the best tagline for me of all of them. Jesus's love was not artificial. And that one I I, I love that one. <clears throat> Again, I I sat down uh, Noah Simmons and Nick Legg and we we put all this together a month or so ago and we walked through all of these and we talked about which ones we want to do and <clears throat> but here's 
Here's the one thing on the AI that just struck me to the core, right? It's talking about love. And again, I'm, I'm an artsy type of person. I, at least I love looking at it. And so, man, I was captivated by the whole thing. <clears throat> but it struck me at the very end. They left off the one image of the greatest act of love that's ever been committed, the cross. It's the, they left that off. And they, but here's the thing. AI... It's directed by algorithms. And I get that, you know, there's self-learning in that and everything. There's no way a Christian would have left that out. And so even within the technology aspect of that, you mean we can be captivated by that. But and sometimes it's not what they show, it's what they don't show. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Gotcha. That's okay. That's good. Um, this table back here, they were just all kinds of noise and finger pointing and everything else was going on over there. What did you guys come up with? Alana? Nope, stop. Not you. Not you. Somebody else. What would you come up with? Nothing? Seriously? Alana, you went through this and you let them come up with nothing? I love that. Artificial Jesus. Yeah, that's good. I like that. Artificial Jesus. Yeah. Hank? Yeah. Three hundred million. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, what's a million or two or twenty or a hundred or so? Yeah, yeah. That's okay. Yeah. 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 But the stories are great. They all connect back to to Jesus. It is a story. It. I'm just going to let that stay right there. It is a story. And I'm going to leave that alone because I'm being recorded right now. And so, yeah. I'm sorry, say that one more time. You don't see it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Baby, yes, definitely. 
No, it's not. You're right. Because again, that goes back to who's their audience. I mean, again, that's what we always have to keep in mind. Now, I know they said their audience is, right? Point number one is the skeptics out there. And again, it's gen- because of how you see it's made up. I can tell you it's, it's millennials down to Gen Zs. And then the, the second audience is supposed to be us that we would start acting like Jesus. I'm just telling you, 90% of that is the skeptic. 90% of that is they're after the skeptic. And we need to remember that. We need to remember that they're the skeptic. And again, kind of like what Michael was sitting there saying, man, if I'm talking with somebody that's never heard about Jesus, I'm not going to jump into a whole thesis on the Trinity. I'm just not going to do it. Right? We're talking, we're, we're, we'll start with the basics and we'll, we'll, we'll start working with that. We'll, we'll start with stories. Right? And that's what we do when we go on the mission field. Man, if you're in Africa or someplace, it's all about story and telling a story. And we need to be able to tell a story in this generation, in this time. We need to be able to tell the stories. Okay. Uh, Kathy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's validity in that. Here's let me let me just play the devil's advocate on that, right? There's validity in what you said, and, and their point that they have in there is that sometimes, you know, I think it was Gandhi maybe that said, you know, I, I like your Jesus, I just don't care much for his followers. Um, and so there's there's validity to that. But we also have to remember we live in a day and time that if you don't affirm me the way that I am, that's hate. And then you become a hate group. And so it's important that we recognize both sides of that, of that bill is we often don't act like it, right? Don't follow us around on the interstate during rush hour, right? Doug, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. There's. Yeah. Absolutely. Hang on. Yeah.
Yeah. Twice a day, yeah. Yeah, we didn't have my wife and I. When the first commercial we saw, we didn't we weren't we didn't have that hip vibe like you had going on, right? That commercial played. We're sitting on the couch, and it, again, they're they're done this that quick, and we just looked at each other. It's like, did you just see that? Right? I mean, I mean, so I mean, so we jump, we do people do we jumped on youtube right and so we're like hey we got to find out and so anyway that got us started on this kevin I, I'm, I, yeah, I'm with you. And, and again, you know, we get into God's sovereignty. And, you know, that, I mean, there's lots of things that are at play. Uh, and so at what point in time, and we're going to get back to that. I'm going to close with, with, with that idea kind of like that. And so, okay, anybody else have something? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. So, okay, so here's, I, I do want to deal, Noah kind of brought up a thing. Uh, because here's how it works, right? You see the commercial, you're a skeptic, and you're like, oh, I'm intrigued by this Jesus. Let me go and look. And so, and they do, they direct you to their website. They direct you to their website. Again, very slick, very well done. I encourage you to go, go through the website, watch all their commercials again. I think there's 14 of them. And again, they got, they got a lot of information there. And then if you, and they got a Bible reading plan they give. It's really off a of you version. It's a simple seven-day Bible reading plan. Again, it's not read through the Bible in a year. I mean, it's nothing, mag, you know, this overwhelming. Seven days. Surely I can read seven days if I can find something else about this Jesus. And so they, and that's a good thing. They lead you to that. So that Bible reading plan. And then if you want to talk with somebody, Right? You can click and say, um, you know, and they'll get you just a, a little bit of information, where are you at, kind of your name, a, a point of contact, whether it's a phone call, text message, email. Um, and then you can, somebody will contact you, right? And then they've had partners that will sign up and say, you know, we'll be a, we'll be a church. Bellevue's not, but that, I'm just saying that as an example, you know, that we would put people up there and it's just like if Joseph sits there and he's, hey, I want to talk with somebody, then they will, they'll get somebody in contact with Joseph. And that's a good thing. Maybe. Here's the thing is, there's really no guidelines as to who can become a partner. Bellevue Baptist Church can become a partner. A United Methodist Church can become a partner. A Mormon church, a Unitarian church can become a partner. There's no 
theological guidelines to become a partner. So at that point in time, you definitely have to trust, is God going to direct them to somebody that's going to at least share truth with them and love? That's a problem. At least I see that as a problem. Okay, And then it was, um, the other kind of neat thing is if you just want somebody to pray for you or give you positive vibes, and that's, I, that's not me being hip, that's what the site says, right? If you just want to get some positive vibes, call this number or send us a message and they'll send some vibes your way or prayer or whatever that little nuance is that's taking place. Okay, anything else? Okay, it's 7.35. Let me run through this quick. This, on that last link, right, this is an article by Natasha Crane. On that last link, you can go get the whole article. Again, now, she turns around, and she's, she's dissecting this, right? She's recognizing the good and the bad. These are the seven problems that she has in there. The first one is the fact that Jesus gets us strips from the context of his identity is meaningless, If we don't know the true identity of Jesus from that perspective, it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. Again, we're talking about skeptics, right? We're talking about we think they're planting seeds. We hope they're planting seeds. But this becomes the reality of he gets us. It strips Jesus of his identity in the context of that. Jesus is presented as an example, not a savior. Again, I think we've Kind of talked about that, right? Because they definitely give you the humanity of Jesus. They just don't give you the deity of Jesus. And without the deity of Christ, there is no salvation. Okay? The campaign reinforces the problematic ideas that Jesus' followers have Jesus all wrong. Again, I think that's probably you get into that idea of we don't act like Jesus or they definitely get Jesus, but some of his followers don't get Jesus. And she, she fleshes these out. I've just grabbed these points. I encourage you to go get the article, uh, read it. Uh, she fleshes it out in greater detail. The campaign reinforces what culture wants you to believe about Jesus while leaving out what culture doesn't want you to believe. The campaign characterizes the so-called culture war in terms of secular social justice rather than underlying worldview differences. The campaign's stated goal is about inspiration, not saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. And again, we go back and we hope on that point seven, right? This is the starting point. And we hope there's more to come, right? And you got all these sequels that are coming. And very well could be, right? And then this, the next step offered by he gets us could lead someone far away from the truth rather than toward it. And that's that idea of, you know, who can be partners with them. And, and that, that's where that comes from. And I do, I do really, I'm concerned about that. Um, I think that's problematic. Okay. So then these are just my final thoughts. I don't think, yeah, they're not on your paper. So for whatever it's worth, they're my thoughts again, because I'm the teacher and I've got the microphone. I can do this. That's probably not very Jesus-like, was it? I'm sorry, I repent. Okay. That's, that's right. That's right. Even, that's right. Even if it's not true, he gets us, right? See, with the postmodern culture, he gets us can quickly become he's like us. Remember, we've been talking about postmodernism for 17 weeks. And postmodernism is, it's whatever you experience life to be, that's your experience and that's true. 
So he gets us, can quickly become, he's like us, right? It's easy to talk about the humanity of Christ, but it's the deity that saves us. Look, we can take the commercials wrong, but people also take the Bible wrong. And so that's no, certainly no reason to take the Bible off the shelf, and that's no reason to take the commercials off the airways. Okay? Here's another one. They like Jesus, right? They like Jesus, but not as followers. My question is, is which Jesus do they like? Which Jesus do they like? Do they like the Jesus that I have put together in my mind? Or do we like the Jesus that's of the Bible? Because obviously a lot of things that we present were hateful people because we don't align up with whatever, whatever ideas out there and words or violence Right? We got all that. And so, again, I just think that's another thing that we need to think about. The other thing is, man, the commercials are creating discussions. We, this is a big one. We need to be ready to have discussions, not just blasting the commercials because they don't share the gospel, but use the commercials to speak the whole truth of the gospel. And I think that is just pivotal. And, man, I just... I'll just share with you, and I know we're probably running out of time and I'm running long, but anyway, uh, you, can, you can leave whenever you need to. And that is, man, I'm walking high school students through this, our class that I teach on Wednesday mornings and then on Sunday nights. And, there, you know, one student said, so do you, do you think we need to take, they should show the commercials? And I said, man, it was a great question. I finally, initially I said, you know, I'm not sure they should. I'm not sure. And so then I went and we researched it some more and I studied it some more. And so I come back the next week and I said, you know, I think I was wrong on that. I, I, I think we should show the commercials. We just need to recognize what are the strengths and the weaknesses of the commercial. And we need to be able to bring the truth of the gospel into the discussions. And, you know, and if you catch me on a Friday, I may feel different again. Um, but, I th- you know, that's where I'm at. And that's why I got these in my thoughts. The, the commercials are coming. Three more years what you, they got $700 million more to spend, right? We need to be ready to have bountiful discussions about this in, a, in both the negative and the positive. And we need to present it in a way that's loving and kind, that's full of joy and full of truth. Because that's another thing that comes up, right? You get love all over them. You just don't, truth's not mentioned anywhere in the commercials and truth's not mentioned anywhere on their website. And you know I'm a truth guy because I've only said it a million times in 17 weeks. And then God can use these commercials. God can use these commercials to reach people. You know, and, you know, and we, we talk, and, and again, I'm not, these are godly people that are putting this out. I have no doubt about that they're godly people. Man, if God can use Pharaoh to get his message out, He could certainly use his children and his money and his technology to get people to thinking about it. Just to think about it creates a bridge for us to have conversations. We just need to be prepared to have those conversations. And then again, those are each one of the, they're at the bottom of your page. Those are just the sites that I used. Um, You can go back, you can check anything. I encourage you to do that. and again, I, that Natasha Crane article, it's worth reading the whole article. 
She fleshes it out. There's more good ideas in there. She really handles it in a balanced way in perspective, but saying there could be more to come. She recognizes that too. All right. Yeah. 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 Do we get him? Right. That's where we want to get to is do we get him? Uh, So, man, thank you very much for your faithfulness. Like I said, this will be the last one. So don't come back here next week. Um, And then we'll anyway, let me pray. Blessed Father, Lord, we do this. Thank you that, uh, Lord, you get us. You came for us. You're coming back for us again. And, Lord, in that we rejoice. Lord, we want to create a culture of flourishing. We want to create a culture that thinks well. Uh, Lord, a culture that loves well. Uh, Lord, a, a culture that leads well. And uh, we don't always do that perfectly, but, Lord, you do, and it's your spirit in us. And so, Lord, we just want to lay ourselves before you and, you know, break any stronghold, any brokenness, any pride that's in our lives. Uh, Lord, may we walk humbly before you all the days of our lives. Lord, may we seek to praise and glorify your name, and may we seek to extend your kingdom wherever we go. We just pray your blessings upon each of us. And Lord Jesus, may you be glorified this week in our lives, our words, our thoughts, and it's in your mighty and matchless name we ask these things. Amen.